You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. Hi. I've begun to write a devotional. I'm hoping that we will end up with 30 entries, one for each day of the month. And I'm sharing this devotional with you on love and war. So the topic of the devotional is developing our inner narratives. And I'm going to start right now. Here we go. In 2012, I taught on biblical cosmology for months at a Friday evening meeting. I thoroughly enjoyed getting into the scriptures with friends and exploring the overarching narrative we are called to believe. Having a basic understanding of the inspired meta-narrative in which we find ourselves is important. This helps us in our relationship with our Creator and helps us chart our course in the midst of His spiritual and material creations. At the end of this course of study and inquiry, it struck me that we not only have a meta-narrative, we have a micro-narrative, specifically how we see ourselves as individuals within the grand scheme of things. I began to consider, in the light of the overarching view of existence, how might we relate to ourselves. Oh, also... A related topic captured my interest, and I'm going to phrase it as a question. How might we relate to ourselves in a way that enhances our relationship with God? This became the subject of prayer. This became something that I really wanted to find out. And in seeking the Lord about this matter, I found Psalm 19, verse 14 to be helpful. Psalm 19, verse 14 Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I luxuriated in this verse. I studied it. I turned it into a song. I remembered old choruses based upon this verse, and I want to share with you a few things about it. To me, of first importance, is the reality that those of us who are born from above are indwelled by the living God. The Hebrew for in your sight, lefanecha, and its Greek equivalent in the Septuagint stresses the personal nature of this concept. They both convey the meaning in your presence. And this is reflected by some English versions, for instance, the Lexham English Bible and the complete Jewish Bible. The Hebrew idiom, in your presence or before you, is really helpful, yet a more literal sense expresses a more personal feel. It means before your face, right in front of you, face to face. It's personal. It's not just something of which God is aware of through supervision. It's relational. It is similar to John chapter 1, verse 1, where John wrote that the pre-incarnate word was relationally with God. John chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning was the word, 
and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Your inner awareness is also with God. You exist in His presence. Here's something else to consider. Acceptable is a pitiful translation of a Hebrew word that expresses delight and pleasure. And the Greek follows suit. The psalmist expressed his longing to bless God. He wanted his words and thoughts to delight God. Some things give the Creator pleasure. And what our translations normally refer to as acceptable is too weak a word. I find things to be acceptable that I am not crazy about, don't you? Acceptable to me means, that will do, thanks. Psalm 19 verse 14 communicates more than the psalmist's desire for God to find his words and thoughts to be adequate. It does not mean, may my words and thoughts be good enough in your sight. Now the amazing thing is that God indwells us. We have a relationship with God that is not only observed from without, God seeing us clearly from a distance, but God dwells in our hearts. He is not only present in heaven and earth, his presence is within us and he experiences us from within. That is how he situated himself. I know this is elementary, but let's just take a moment and consider together the following verses. John 14, verse 23. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our abode with him. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 22. It speaks of God, who also sealed us and gave us the Spirit in our hearts as a pledge. Galatians 4, 6. Because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17a, that the Messiah may dwell in your hearts through faith. In the annals of Israel, it is recorded that the presence of God's glory indwelled the temple in Jerusalem. Right now, we are individual temples who are part of a corporate spiritual structure. In the same way God lived in a house constructed of stone, so he lives in us right now. The living God in his living house, and it's the way it ought to be. Let's concentrate upon this. The meditation of your heart is in his personal indwelling presence. Here's my non-literal translation of Psalm 19.14. Let's call it a paraphrase. Let the words of my mouth and my heart's deepest thoughts give your presence pleasure. This is so interpersonal. It is so true. His presence is within us. Our words and meditations can please the Lord. I know that to some, this thought reminds them of legalism and bondage. It's not. It's an opportunity. One thing that is often lost in the current cultural spiritual climate is that there are some ways his children can please God, and there are other things that can displease him. 
we do operate from a baseline of grace. Every child of God has been justified and experiences the favor a father has for those he loves. We are already ultimately pleasing to God through the atoning work the Messiah accomplished. He did this for us. He offered an atoning sacrifice on our behalf. Therefore, we are favored right now. We are pleasing to God right now. It is out of that foundational favor that we can further please our Father and our Lord. Here's the opportunity. We get to give God more delight. In closing this meditation, allow me to mention that I am not interested in sharing with you a series of encouragements to help you feel good about yourself. The person who is important to please is God himself. How we think about ourselves and what we say about ourselves is important to God. At the same time, this adage remains certain. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Matthew 6, verse 33. If we seek to please God with the way we speak and think about ourselves, we will reap the benefit of his delight in us. We will learn to relate to ourselves in a way that pleases him, and as a result, we will become more spiritually, socially, and emotionally whole. Let's ask the Lord to disciple us, to think and speak about ourselves in such a way as to please him. Psalm 19, verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And also, please pray along the lines of my paraphrase, which goes like this. May the words of my mouth and my heart's deepest thoughts give your presence pleasure again that is from psalm 19 verse 14 i'm looking forward to sharing with you our next podcast where we'll go into the second day of this devotional love and war is written and presented by david harwood Editing is by David and Sammy Avino, who is also the producer and technical advisor for the podcast. David is the pastor of Restoration Fellowship in Glencove, New York, and the author of the books God's True Love and For the Sake of the Fathers. To purchase copies of David's books, please go to loveofgodproject.org. The theme song for this podcast is Skirmish, from the album Combustion which was written and performed by Leonard Jones. Additional episodes of Love and War can be downloaded on the Podbean app or through iTunes. For more information on Love and War, Restoration Fellowship, God's True Love, or For the Sake of the Fathers, visit us on restorationfellowshipny.com, loveofgodproject.org, book.forthesakeofthefathers.com, or you can follow us on Facebook at Restoration Fellowship NY, Love of God Project, Love and War DH, and For the Sake of the Fathers. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email David at loveandwar underscore dh at yahoo.com. As always, please remember to share Love and War and support us by leaving a positive review on iTunes and Podbean.